With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to The Greatest, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Greatest. I am Megan Gailey, joined by my co-host and husband, CJ Toledano. Today... I, I, well, I only had the first part worked out in my brain. Well, okay. So today we have an awesome guest. We have a fun topic oh, that there was much conversation you've got, over. You've got nothing you want to say to me? No, I was going to. This is a lead up. This is a oh. lead up into I was going to say your father, uh, an avid listener. Your parents are avid listeners of the show. And he complimented how I introduced the show, how I rolled into the show. That's why I was trying to do it really well. You're trying to make your dad proud? I was trying to do my, my dad is proud of me, okay. But I was trying to do it really like professional, but then I I didn't have anything past your name planned out. So that's why when I said today, I was like, oh no, we don't go into the topic and we're not right into the guest. And you know, I messed up. Honestly, it's episode by episode, whether either of us has a, a nice smooth intro, I would have said, how are you doing? Oh, okay. How are you doing, my I'm dog? I'm doing great. I mean, you know how I'm doing. I know how you're doing. We're do- we're we doing. haven't really talked today. No, I mean, today has just been silly. Um, I want to bring in our guest and then okay, we'll, we'll catch wow. up. Done with his wife. No, no, no. We'll, we'll catch up. I just want Joe because Joe is, is waiting patiently. I'm excited that he's here. You may know Joe. Very, very funny comedian. We came up we with. We know so many in Joes. Which so many Joe Joes. could it be? Which Joe could it be? You may know him from his Comedy Central Half Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Quazala. Hello. Wow. Hi. <laughs> Joe Quazala. Joe, I mean, you're, you're on this show earlier than I thought. 
you'd be. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe you had to go to me this early. <laughs> no, we didn't have to go to you. Okay, well, who canceled? I, no, nobody canceled. I actually wanted you, and I had two topics that I pitched to CJ to pitch to you, and then I much it was, it was reported back to me that you said no. No, he did not. He, <laughs> I, I kept it open for him. I thought, you know, I thought I had landed on what would be a pretty funny topic, but I, I guess it was narrower than I anticipated. Well, there's a lot. I mean, this show can come together at the last second sometimes. And I was texting you as we were going to sleep. And so I was just like, whatever, Joe, whatever you want. <laughs> and Megan, because uh, Megan had suggested greatest national anthems. And I think I suggested like athletes who attempted musical careers. And you said songs written this is the original topic, songs yeah. written about sports teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. just, I don't know, from my experience, in the places that I've lived, there have been a lot of cheesy songs written for, like, I grew up in Pittsburgh, yeah. and there is a very awful but ubiquitous song, especially anytime they get close to, like, going to the Super Bowl, called Here We Go. And it's by some dude who's not like a musician and he just like he, he <laughs> recorded it and then but it like it blew up and it like and it and it's for the Steelers specifically. Uh oh. Joe is frozen. Joe is frozen. And it look, he's frozen in a spot where it looked like oh, he was you, thinking okay. about it. You're Joe, back. you're back. Okay, so the, and this song was written specifically for the Steelers. Yes. Okay. And it was written like in 95 when they went to the Super Bowl for like the first time since the 80s. By and robbing the Colts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was that I don't a remember that a man, a man ran, no, a man ran out of bounds and then came back in and caught, like, part of the reason we have replay now is because. Of the, that? Uh, yes, because that ended up deciding <laughs> who was going to the Super Bowl and they were like, we can't have that. And so it's not the song like, here we go again down our road. It's not that no, one. No, it's not the White Snake song. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a classic. Uh, <laughs> but. You, it's yeah. it's a dude with a thick Pittsburgh accent. He just recorded it like at some studio. He probably paid like two hundred bucks, mm -hmm. and it's so so popular. The song it's here we go, Steelers. <laughs> here we go. Yes, Pittsburgh's going to the city. And I do know that one. Okay, okay, wow, yeah. I mean, I think that's why we, you know, we there was a lot of discussion back and forth, and and you sent us a link that was like. The greatest songs I, written for each NFL yeah. team. And, and I, 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 I think no, that ahead. article was like the guy just looked for like the weirdest songs he could find that maybe wasn't the best resource. Uh, no, and I, it's valid what you were talking about for sure. And also, you're I just from wanna, a market that has more pride than. Well, I mean, that's all I, they have I, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like they, they do, all the songs they listen to are about the Steelers. <laughs> what's funny about that song is, Joe, I know exactly what song you're talking about. Because it was everywhere. Well, yeah, you're from Western PA. Well, so yeah. So it was everywhere where we grew up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, but the th that's the thing is, I, but I also thought it was a generic song. So I thought there was in my head and I never ventured to find out. But I was like, oh, yeah, there's probably in Megan's hometown, Indianapolis. Here we go. Colts. Here we go. <laughs> I just thought like because the only place I was hearing music was on the bus. Um, <laughs> the bus radio. So well, I would have I would have assumed that every market had their own like some jagoff like made a yeah. song mm -hmm. and then it got played on the radio because everybody was excited. I'm sure, but not as catchy as Here We Go team. It's so bad. <laughs> the guy's not a singer. It's really it's a very weird but it sold like 100,000 copies. Uh, and, and he updates it Copies like every of year of the music, like cassettes. Um, and and who do you think he voted for? <laughs> I guarantee you he's dead because he spent 
his fortune from the millions of copies. No, I'm I gonna, mean, incorrectly. I'm, he updates it every year. He updates wow. it with like obviously the original one, like referred to like uh, the year, you know, the team, power, the players. Gotcha. Power, power was like a, a big. Mm-hmm rhyme for that dude i wonder if he's he's, um updating it just to signal to his ex-wife like i'm still alive you know like (laughs) if you want to come back you want some of this here we go money his song this year would be very sad i think i mean yeah i think one of the most embarrassing losses in playoff history yeah, I think he does it at the beginning of the season okay, before he good. can really comment on any. I would that love happens. if he was following up this with like, all right, I got to think of a Christmas song. Here we go, Santa. <laughs> here we go. And so everything was big events coming up. Let's see if I can drop it in the here we go template. I mean, yeah, that's the, very clearly his his thing. Like that dude's not doing anything mm-hmm. else with his life. And And we all met in Chicago and they do have like. Go, go Cubs, go. Go, go Cubs, go. Yeah. Hey, Chicago, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs, Cubs are going to win today. today. Okay. okay. Before or after Steelers. Here we go, Steelers, you think? I think it's better. I think it's like more that's famous. A, that's a real song. Like that was written by a guy who was a real musician. You uh, know, and like. It was, it, he phoned that in though. It, I, mean, I mean, it's very for sure, simple. For sure. I mean, it's, it's very simple, but at the very least, it was like produced. Like the yes. Steelers song, it was yeah. just the dude like plugging in things in the studio. And then, <laughs> I'm not going to speak. I'm gonna, I don't want to speak poorly on people we grew up with, but very much in line for what people are successful for yeah. in Pittsburgh and Western PA. Yeah, right. Obviously, any uh, any the elevation of cities alone from yeah. uh, there to Chicago, you would expect. But the the number one I was going to pick was one of my favorite things sports or not sports music whatever is scott stapp from creed wrote a song for the marlins what was that it's it sounds like a joke like <laughs> my description it sounds like a joke and then you listen to it and you're like this is a joke but it's it's real and, he, and does it like, have religious undertones well it <laughs> it is so devoid of any undertone oh. he's literally just being like one strike two <gasps> strikes in my bat. I'll, the, some of the actual lyrics are uh, we watch strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Describing the, the game. The Marlins don't, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. I think like Florida baseball is like void of fans. Like that's not even, the Marlins don't even have a fan base really to cling to that. Well, I, someone must have been mad. Oh, Wow. Um, it, it's really uh, a diving I catch, feel like, I feel like, a stolen base. <laughs> there and, and James Taylor, as we were doing this, James Taylor wrote a song for the Red Sox. That's also, it, you know, it's like the second line is like the Bambino. So it's like pretty, <laughs> so, and it sounds just like a James Taylor song would. So now I feel like uh-huh. we've let you down. Yeah, that Joe, episode actually but sounds kind of fun. I'm glad that you got out the ones that you Do you, you have any more? To. I mean the 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 Super Bowl shuffle is like yeah. the, the big yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Like that actually, you know, it, it charted. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. was so big, and that that's such a goofy song. Yeah. Uh, and I when I was looking up the Super Bowl shuffle, I found out that the year before, I guess the Forty ers did a song similar. Like the the guys in the team sang a little song. Yeah, I, mean, I say let's bring that trend back. Well, that's what I was wondering. I mean, I, there's been like parodies of the Super Bowl shuffle, but has there been any sort of like recent? 
any yeah any team taking a stab at producing a song no and they're like themselves they yeah. all like um have really good <laughs> now that celebrations are allowed in the nfl they do like choreographed dances or like very fun homages to thing like i think the creativity is there to do it we just got to get these guys in the studio so that is yeah. that's our plea is professional athletes we need more of you in the studio. Why didn't you pitch that at the Pistons, CJ? I don't know. Who knows what I pitched <laughs> at the Pistons? Well, that's why I was so um, sad that Victor Oladipo got traded. Because it's like, listen, there's a lot of all-star basketball players. There's very few that also have voices of angels. Well, you know? the thing You're is, about the Super Bowl shuffle, I wasn't listening to it because it was a good song. Like, songs can chart for irony. Yeah, I don't think in the 80s, though, I don't think it was irony. I don't think think so either. I thought it was just the age of, and I still wish this was a thing. I think it would make a lot of money, especially now, is that like there was either a kiosk or a room where you and your friends could record music videos and just, (laughs) yeah, there's like a box of Uh props and costumes. Like, don't know how that went out of style, but when the pandemic comes back, maybe I'll open up a shop where we do that. You come um, in and cut your own track. Yeah, and it just seemed like the Bears were maybe walking in the mall of whatever city the Super Bowl was in, and then made that. Yeah, probably not. The I mean, story, I but. I think part of it was just they were just so so famous. Like there were so many characters on that team that that's what propelled. You know, obviously it wasn't the quality of the song or the dancing. I mean, the, that's what I'm saying. Like the dancing is so good now, and the dancing in the Super really... Bowl shuffle is so bad that I think we could get a better song. Especially yeah. like LA has two teams. We've got all the labels out here. I mean, New York has two teams. That's four teams that have a lot of talent in their cities. Come on. The Jets, it's, this yeah. is what the Jets need to turn the organization <laughs> around. They need a new coach. They maybe need a new quarterback, but they need a damn song. Wow. I think that's re- Yeah, that is what will turn it around. I was bummed that they started winning games. I'll, I'll say that. Who's much. that? They, they were bummed too. The well, Jets. The, the fans oh, the were Jets, bummed. Yes. The players were happy, but the fans were sad. Joe, and I guess that's a good segue into how much sports are you watching these days? <laughs> well, just because, yeah, and, yeah. and you've been doing it, you've been saying some sports stuff in our text yeah, for sure. Oh. But you did grow up in Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh, and like... You went to Notre of, Dame. You went to Notre Dame. I know. Dame. I've, you've been, always been... I've been surrounded by yeah. sports despite being very <laughs> ambivalent. Like... You know, I wouldn't. I don't like hate sports by any means, but it's just not the way I spend my time. But like when you grow up in Pittsburgh, you cannot escape it. Like it, it's doesn't matter what time of year. The first story on the evening news is going to be about the Steelers. Whoa! It could be the middle of summer, and like I, I knew just going to school. Like there were. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of my sports connection was just when I was a kid, like the clothes I wore. Yeah. I. I mean, I was going to bring it up somehow. But when I yeah. stayed at your childhood home, I stayed in uh, this is on just like a road gig. And I stayed with your family and I went to bed looking at a picture of you wearing a Grant Hill jersey. Wow. <laughs> and and knowing everything about you at the point, I was like, why is he wearing that jersey? It's it's like that thing when you're because that was from like fourth grade or something. Yeah. When you're like a kid and you just want to be cool or you want to wear the things that everybody else is wearing, and people were wearing jerseys like f- football and mm-hmm. basketball. And so I had I had a Grant Hill, a Pistons jersey, and I had, I think I had a Lakers jersey, and I think it might have been Shaq, but I I couldn't tell you. And then I had some, I had a, I had a Dolphins what? football jersey. You didn't have anything Pittsburgh. No, I love it. No, it really fits. Not. It really fits who you are. I feel like you've always and pushed against I had, that. I had a Boomer Esiason football <laughs> wow. jersey. 
which was just a very a strange one, but it, I had it. Maybe it must have been on sale. That must have well, been these are all good looking jerseys for sure. Because the boomer one would have been like a green Eagles or did you play? I think it? it was. I think it was white in my recollection. Okay. Did but, you go to any Notre Dame sporting events while you were there? Football, basketball, volleyball? When, yeah, when I when I was a freshman, like they kind of even in like the orientation, I remember one of the kids in the dorm was like going to a a fighting Irish home football game is going to be the greatest experience of your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, oh, this must be like really cool. Like and I and I got tickets for the season the way like everybody does. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a freshman, I was like, "All right, let's go." Um, no, and I I hated it. I wow. hated it so much because it was like in the student <laughs> section. You are. Uh, it just felt like this is how Hitler came to power. <laughs> like every, everyone that just like in this extreme. mob, got it, got this it, got mob it. mentality, uh-huh. and like everyone's, everyone's like literally white. Moving their arms in the same direction yeah, in yeah. unison, yeah, I, yeah. I, it creeped me out. And also, like, I wanted to like joke around and like be kind of silly and stuff. In Notre Dame fans are so so fucking mm-hmm. serious about everything, and like people are in tears and people are so mad when something goes wrong. I just felt like there was no levity, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, this isn't for me. Well, I feel like Notre Dame this year, this season has been one of the biggest examples. Well, Alabama maybe topped it, but with COVID out there. <laughs> they storm it was after a crazy game they stormed the field and it's yeah. just like that really shows you the importance priorities and priorities to Notre Dame football fans that they're yeah, like no, what, that, that what was clear. Yeah. you can see it in their eyes you could see it back I could see back in 2005 in their eyes that like if there was a national pandemic going on the the first thing that they would care about more than anything else is is this football game mm-hmm. yeah I mean I was never mad at them because it's like the dean, the priest man, he got COVID yes. being at the White House. Yeah, and then at, they, at Amy Coney Barrett's if confirmation. You have, if you have college age kids at a game, you've already, you've already failed. You know, like that, that <laughs> then it's bad already. It's already bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, on those crazy people's side. Uh, real quickly, you also, I don't know. I, I don't know if we should bring this up, but your roommate, I don't know if you want to burn material on this podcast, but your roommate, which I forgot <laughs> you, you, when I first met yeah. you, some of your early bits were about your football playing uh, player roommate who was yeah, very, my very roommate, funny. My roommate as a, as a freshman was a defensive tackle. So he was a huge Ooh, dude. Yeah, that's Terrell. my type. Okay. And yeah. he was six, six, four, mm. 320 pounds, like wow. a, a big guy. Uh, I loved him. He was great, but yeah. he was very, he was a very silly man. He, <laughs> it just, he would, I remember he had used my laptop for some reason and I came back and I, I just saw he had, ser- <laughs> he just searched the word basketball. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I'm with Which him. you have done for sure. Yeah. Well, usually, but I just remember. Like, like, I'm sorry. I know. Keep going. Keep going. No, I just remember. I just remember laughing. I think I gave him shit for it. Like, it wasn't like, you know, because we we had a good relationship. And I was like, did you want to see a picture? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's more embarrassing than porn. Uh, Just the word basketball. I'm so shocked that they didn't have like, maybe he was truly an odd number on the football team because usually they put them with other football players. Oh, no. I mean, they other no, no, athletes no, no. because their schedule is very yeah. ic- like 
intense. It's different and intense. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean there were there were a bunch of football players in my dorm who were who lived with non football players. That's like crazy. my my cousin was on the team, and he, uh, yeah, he lived with. I don't know, CJ, if you remember. You probably don't. My friend Joe Wong, he came to Chicago once. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any rate, that's <laughs> cut, cut that out. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, Joe Wong. Um, Shout out Joe Wong for coming to Chicago that one time and not making an impression <laughs> on me. Should we? Um, yeah, let's take a break. Um, and then let me just check this connection. Here. So let's take a break. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. All right, and we are back, and we are now into the premise portion of our podcast. I love the usually, usually we say the topic before we yeah, go to but break. I really stumbled into a break. So I just, Dad, I would have done that differently. Just <laughs> for the record, I would have been like, and today's topic is going to be. Oh, I forget how we're even phrasing it. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. This is Best, what happened. Can I do it? Yeah. yeah, yeah do it, yes. Joe. The only person who's professional. Yeah. I, as I understood, we were going to do the, the greatest stadium songs. Yeah. Stadium Ooh, songs yeah. like pump up, songs. like associated so, with sports. Yeah. <laughs> like songs that you would, that are, that get the crowd going at the stadium. I mean, that would be in, um, in jock on jams. a jock jams. I mean, that like all I want is jock jams all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, love that's jock jam. Like, Oh, I could. I, I, I all I growing up, all we did was make up dances to Jock Jams. We would get like Jock Jams one or Jock Jams. Two, I don't even know what uh-huh. they were numbered. And yeah, the songs didn't even end. They just like went into another <laughs> Jock Jam. And yeah, we put that puppy on in my friend Maggie Daniels TV room and we'd make up dances all night. Oh, it was fun. 
Gosh. All right, Joe, since you're our guest, you are going to kick us off with your number three pick for greatest stadium, jock jam, sporty song. And we'll do in okay. descending order. So you'll I pick told him your... number yeah. three. I okay, him. cool. So I, I have to put this one at number... I feel like I had to include it, but I'm, I have conflicting feelings about including it because of the person who made it. But I think it has to be on there, yeah. which is Rock and Roll Part yep. 2. Great, uh, which is by convicted pedophile Gary Glitter. Oh no! <laughs> no, but this is this is the show. I mean, it's a perfect pick because I we people need to know the backstory about this, which yeah. I think our group is kind of obsessed about. First of all, number <laughs> part two is the most famous, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's a part one that no one has heard, but yeah, yeah, someone flipped the record over and and found this. It really is like a perfect. It's almost like primal. It, it mm-hmm. it's like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't have any words, which I think is in a, a Jock Jam's favor and a stadium yeah. song's favor. And it, the only words it has are words <laughs> that you can sing along to, that you know yeah. exactly hey. what it is. You know, hey. I wonder if we'll get sued for this. No, because I think if we're singing it, they're going to be like, that sounds bad. Well, they might sue us for making it sound bad. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to pay Gary Glitter. We're not paying him. It's why you don't hear that song that much anymore is because people were like, hey, we need to stop well, paying all these royalties to this uh, pedophile. Got who almost, it. He almost got killed by firing squad in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, but because the most recent the, that example... Was the, oh, that sorry, was the, uh, I was just going to say, fi- the reason I said the firing squad thing is that was the potential... Um, punishment. Punishment in Vietnam because he had... You know, molested a girl in Vietnam. And oh, how long was hey. this before? Oh, what? <laughs> no. Before and was he a soldier? What was he doing there? No, I think he maybe was uh, fleeing the law. Okay, okay. UK, okay, where he had, uh, you know, I was thinking like rape. a John McCain. He got captured, <laughs> and then there was a firing squad. But this is no. what, he was just there on vacay. Yeah, and no, he yeah, he was looking for some strength. No, this is so bad. <laughs> but we talk about the how forbidden the song is, but it was in Joker. It was a major right. scene in Joker. I know. I, I feel like that was maybe an intentional move because yeah. that whole movie's Cancel like culture. Ed, yeah, an edge lord, like, yeah, yeah whatever, man. <laughs> Wow. wow. Well, that's a great first pick. Todd really showed us, didn't he? Um, mm, that is Mr. a great Phillips. first pick. And I hope it's the only pedophile that we feature on this episode. But I don't know. I haven't really. It's an interesting story. The research. I haven't, you know, I've, I've done. No, I, I, yeah, no, I, on my list, this is it. You want me to go next, honey? Yeah. Okay. So for my number three pick, I'm going real Homer. Bang the drum all day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. By Todd Rundgren. Oh, yes. Okay. So this was the song that the Colts played after every single touchdown. And so when I hear it, I, it like endorphins. Like I, my brain truly is just like, you're happy. You're happy. You're happy. I can like see the flag going. Doing research of this, I found out it is also the song played at Lambeau after the Packers score. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing the Colts stole this. Um, <laughs> and then the Bengals used it for a while. The St. Louis Rams used it as their touchdown song during their season that they won the Super Bowl. And the Colts don't even use this song anymore. Now they use the Black Keys Gold on the Ceiling, Mm. 
which, a good a good pick, but yeah, I mean, the bang the drum is also just like it's silly. <laughs> yes, a lot of fun. It's a good trailer it doesn't, song. It, it doesn't. Yes. Yeah, so it was. Um. It was CJ. You'll love this. It was in the opening of the VHS of Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect Shrek energy. <laughs> it is. Why is it sporty though? I mean, just because it's so like. It like, almost sounds like a little like it's not. It's an organ. Like I think that might have something to do with it. Uh, yeah. It's like an or, an organ is a very stadium instrument. It just captures the feeling to me. I mean, and that's why I said it's a trailer song. It really is like what is happening in the scene. I want to bang on it. Like I don't want to do any work. You know. Yeah, so it's, it's kids. Kids taking off. over the school. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's the sil- it's the silliest thing. And Todd Rundgren is like a very accomplished artist too. This is by far yeah. the silliest song in his catalog. Yeah. And he's like a very accomplished producer, and he has like a lot of really great, credible work. But it is funny that he has this one song. <laughs> well, that's his- a great reason to point it out because a lot of these people that I'm going to name at least are one hit wonders. They like struck gold, and they're like, "I'm out of here," or "I wasn't really yeah. a good musician." To <laughs> well, begin and. With. On this song's Wikipedia page, it does say that it was used in a Carnival Cruise Line commercial. Oh, yes. That, was, that Ren- commercial was played a lot. Rengar was quoted as saying he got a ridiculous amount of money to use it. I'm <laughs> so sure. So I'm happy for him. And Carnival <laughs> Cruise Line, probably bankrupt now. Um, but they, I mean, I don't know. Would you get on it? Well, I'm sure. No. The There's Ad Wizards. Yeah, I, I was like, would you? I'm like, oh, I forgot where we live. Um, of course, people are flooding to Carnival cruises right now um yeah it worked on me i just i mean i always think about those advertising execs uh because my work is kind of in line with it but just like so the idea is this song that you that everyone really enjoys and it just becomes the commercial yeah right yeah i think so All i right. mean i think there's, there's probably a round of clearance where yeah. they can't get their first choice or they have to do this or that <laughs> How about you this know. bang the drum song? Um, but it makes me feel happy. So that's why it's, yeah. it's my number three. I feel on my shoulders. I want to like not call in sick to work for the rest of the week. Um, all right. My number three pick is uh, I like this song because it's very direct to as to the actions that are happening in the game. It is na na na. It's <laughs> not, it's, um, it's hard to not sing it. It's na na. Hey, Kiss Him Goodbye by Steam. Okay. Um, and I was trying to find some cool Gary Glitter story behind I wanted. I was hoping for some... <laughs> That's not a cool story. No, not cool, but like... Yeah. Interesting. I needed some controversy, or some drama, some history. Not much. Came out in 1969 by a band called Steam. Again, was also looking through the members to see if there was anything else. But uh, yeah, it just is like a classic song because I think it... A lot. It's it's played a lot when like ejections happen or when hockey mm-hmm. players are sent to the penalty box or as a team is losing in the playoffs or being eliminated. Also in the Wikipedia, and this is truly speaks to what you can just put on Wikipedia. It's noted <laughs> as what people sang in the streets when Trump lost the election. It's just like what you mm, is that? No, we were singing "fuck Donald Trump." <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that's what was happening in our neighborhood. And even that's not like a fact you should put on Wikipedia. I so. I do not. I love this song. Yeah. I do not like it in the sports context because whenever I always see like angry, weird white fans, mm, like okay. what mm-hmm. Joe was describing as the Notre Dame student section, I see like Duke kids like screaming this at a twenty-year-old who's not getting paid to play basketball. Okay. So it yeah. it all it like <laughs> it's aggressive for some reason. It like reeks of privilege to me because it does, it's yeah. always fans being like, "Bye," and it's like you're a fucking loser. You're in the fa- you're in this in the stadium You've accomplished watching nothing. me. Um. 
but I do love the song. And if I got to like wave goodbye to like a, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger, like a truly villainous person, <laughs> oh, um, bag, then yeah. I would like it. Yeah, it's also a song that you can utilize in like playing sports with your friends. Like everybody can jump in on that yeah. without having to actually play the song. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if you had like your own Sandlot, like you're you're singing it or you're, you're waving. Yeah, yeah, that's like a fun unifying activity. So let's take, oh, should we just keep let's going? Just, yeah, just oh, roll the second keep it. One. Rolling, rolling. <laughs> So far, we we're up to million dollars that we're going to get sued for for singing <laughs> popular songs. Maybe uh, we'll get fired. No, stop. Okay, um, all right. I'm just saying. If you guys don't hear us ever again, we got fired because we sang "Bang the Drum" all day too much. Um, okay, Joe, give us your number two pick. Okay, my number two pick is a song that I had to look up the name of it because, oh, and wow. I think it's a song that only can be played in stadiums, mm. which is makes it a good stadium. To play it outside of a stadium, I think, would be weird. Yeah. But it's the song Kerncraft 400 what? by Zombie Nation. What? That's the song that's... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That gets me hyped. <laughs> so right at the beginning, like yeah. right before tip-off, that is, when you hear that, you're get you're running to your yeah seats. the spotlights it's are like circling happening. the stadium and what is it called again yeah how did you find this the song is called Kerncraft 400 <laughs> stop saying it in like an <laughs> SNL character voice and like, uh, I, like I'm Dieter yeah. and then so what's the song is called Kerncraft 400 it's by a DJ named Zombie Nation <laughs> wow okay cool <laughs> and do they have, does Zombie Nation have any other hits. Absolutely not. Kerncraft 100. And, yeah. then do it, and then the fourth the, one is like Kerncraft. This is the fourth model of Kerncraft. But yeah, no, you're right. I, I You don't hear that anywhere else. And I now I'm like, we it, should, yeah, we should use it in something. It's like, it's jar. I think it would be jarring. Or if you can, imagine you're just like hanging out in your, in your house, just listening to that song casually. Yeah. No, it's a great one. It's an ultimate like pump up song. And I feel like so many across the the globe like it's popular yeah. in soccer it's popular in football uh it's popular in every sport but nowhere else like you're not going to hear that at the oscars you know <laughs> like it's, it's, it's just it's only sports i've never heard it anywhere else and the oscar goes to kate blanchett <laughs> oh. uh, why don't uh, they do that they gotta do that well we we gotta we gotta and, ep the oscars and then they should go up on a zamboni <laughs> Uh-huh. Accept it because <laughs> yeah, they would play that at high school yeah. games too. Like yes, pep rallies yeah. and I guess yeah, that's a, out of a stadium. But what year did it come out? Is there any history behind it? It's like ninety nine. Wow. So yeah, if you if I were to guess, I would have been like in the seventies or eighties. I mean, it definitely has like it's very much a techno song, mm-hmm. you know, and so it it has the trappings of that era. You know, we're like in a in a post Moby era. Post like, Moby era, yeah. Tech, we're living in a post Moby era. <laughs> techno is, you know, and techno in the clubs and stuff was like big. It's probably, especially in Europe, where this dude is from. Zombie Nation, of course, I'm referring Zombie to. Zombie Nation, yeah. It is, it Richard is, it Zombie be. Nation. <laughs> but yeah, it's a. Uh, Again, a song I think most people, including myself, before like a few minutes ago, did not know the name. <laughs> Can we go back? I want to riff more on the pre-Moby, post-Moby era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's like so, pre-9-11, post-9-11. But I actually, for me, it's 
it's pre and post pre Moby post Moby. You know, everybody had Sorry. hair before, and then Moby showed us you could be vegan, you could be bald, yeah. and you could still be famous. Yeah, but you can also be really fucking annoying to Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What was That's that story? Definitely. He, asked he her was out like, we dated, and she was like, we did not. <laughs> He was like, you bothered me a bunch when I was like 16. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. Okay, put him in the Gary Glitter. Or what's his name? Gilbert Glitter. <laughs> Gilbert Glitter. Gilbert Glitter. Yeah, Gary Glitter. He was... Gilbert's who did part one, and it and he's fine. He's okay. <laughs> so I can't. I'm going to listen to all of these after this. Okay, CJ, Joe, you ready for mine? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm just going to give you one word, and you're going to know what it is. Womp. There it is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you tag oh. team back again. Was that one of yours, CJ? No, but you know I've been talking about this. <laughs> Have you been talking about Womp? There it well, is. Well, yeah, because because of the commercial that is taking the 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 world by storm once again. Scoop. There it is. Oh, scoop. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. So, and those are those are the guys. Um, tag team. Tag, tag team. Back at it again. The first line of that song this the first line of that song is tag team back again. It is their first single. Yeah, and and they are considered one hit wonders. Oh, um, absolutely. But nothing comes close. But one of the guys, his name DC the Brain Supreme Glenn yep. was the main <laughs> DJ at Magic City in Atlanta. Oh wow. Yeah, Currently, so another or... sports tie-in. Okay. Um, and then the other guy's name is Steve Roland Gibson, and this was it for them. Whoop! There it is. I mean, but it was mi- it was huge. It like set records yeah. for um, how long it was on the Billboard Top Ten. It was a massive hit. Is definitely considered like one of the greatest stadium anthems of all time. And now they're back with Scoop. There it is. And I'm happy. Thank God. W- when we needed them the most. Well, I, and, and I like laughed when I first saw them in the Geico commercial. And then, yeah, like I said, I think I tweeted out the other day. I was like, I kind of think Scoop There It Is is better than the original. Um, <laughs> it just makes more sense. And they, and they look happy. And so I'm wondering, like, they made probably millions from the first single. And then they then toured, what, they did halftime shows. They did, like, corporate events where, you know. They're singing tag team is like, and now introducing tag team and you and you're like, and Karen are like cheering and going, woo, tag team's here. Atlanta Magazine called it the bomb party song. And I think <laughs> well, it's I mean, correct. What so more do you have to say? Official? From the paper of record. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that the Adams Family did a remix? Yep. Adams Family, woo. <laughs> yeah, someone also replied to my tweet about that. <laughs> 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 now I'm wondering what I do with my time. When I leave this earth, will I be happy with what I do? With but see, the, but like, I'm going to make a cut of this. And the next time we're in an argument, I'm going to play that back to you. Because you're like, I'm busy. And then I'm just going to play back you being like, I don't even know what I do with my time. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> listening to the Adam's family version of whoop. There it is. And also people say whoop. There it is. It, it, it's Megan, you're right. It's whoop. It's whoop. There is a whoop. There it is. Um, I think. No. That, that's. Uh, let me look it up. Keep. That I. That's uh, a lawsuit. That's a lawsuit. And what do you call it again, Megan? It comes up a lot on this. Cheater brand. Cheater brand. It's a cheater brand. Of. It's probably not even the right way to use that. But no. Yeah. It is just whoop. But people. Oh, maybe what I was thinking is yeah. People think it's whoop. There it is. Yeah, it's and they're wrong. Whoop. We're here to correct. Now you. you know. Okay, CJ, your number two. Okay, my number two is my classic Chicago Bulls pick of every episode, and it's Serious mm-hmm. by the Alan Parsons Project. Great pick. Can you um sample a little bit of that? Yeah. Near 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 near. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very. It's the Bulls intros. Yeah, very tech. You know, in picking this, I was like, I got to find some nuggets about it. 
It's interesting is that some other, a wrestler in the 80s, it came out in the early 80s, and a wrestler, um, his name is, sorry, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He was using it as his intro for a while. And then a bull, and then I think some other sports teams used it, but most famously the Bulls, and that was because Tommy Edwards, the announcer for the Bulls at the time, decided to use it. And it was obviously, um, I think, yeah, just it charted, I think, because of, just the 90s bulls were so famous. And this is a pre-Moby yeah. era. This is pre-Moby this is pre-Moby. era. I mean, this probably existed Alan, during Moby, but yeah. The Alan Parsons Project. Uh, and this song was written because the first, he, he wanted the first song of his album to be this song called Eye in the Sky, but he was like, this needs some sort of intro. We need to ramp up into it. And so wow. then he wrote Sirius. So this wow. is the intro to Eye in the Sky, essentially. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Alan Parsons, is he... Um, he I mean, looks weird. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 when you think of like anthem songs and then you see him, you're like, oh, well, that's a departure. <laughs> but did well, he have Alan Parsons, they had Eye in the Sky was one of the big ones. Games People Play is another song from the Alan Parsons project. But really, Alan Parsons' biggest thing was that he was a producer and he produced for Pink Floyd. And he produced uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, yeah, and it has a definite Pink Floyd vibe to it. Yeah, so he, and this was after that and he was kind of trying to establish himself as an artist himself wow well that's great this is what we had did he boy did he boy did he these are all songs that i would get in trouble for jumping on my bed to (laughs) (laughs) the title of this episode should be aka songs that i would get in trouble for jumping on my bed to um okay great let's take a break and we'll be back with our number one picks With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. 
All right, and we are back. And Joe, how it works is since you're our guest, you're going to be our big grand finale. Uh, Megan and I will choose ours. Um, and maybe we'll throw in some honorable mentions here. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's just go into our number one picks. Okay, my number one pick, it's got like a... That was my number one pick. Wow! I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm I'm gonna on the sly try to try to pretend like it wasn't, but no, I, no. I, yeah, that's like I I think that's just definitively yeah. like the best one. Yeah. Well, so let's all talk about it. And Joe, if you have any others, we'll we'll just talk about honorable mention. This happens a lot. So. Uh, and then no, I think yeah. that also just means that that is the best one. I mean, like this is like it's by Queen. It's a real song. Um, I also have questions about it. People. They did release uh, We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions as one single in 1977. And so that is what a lot of sports teams use. And is that allowed? That's just because, yeah, on the radio, I remember hearing, yeah, both of them back to back. They play them back to back. Yeah, they do. I mean, so it depends on, I guess, what rock station you're listening to. But yeah, that's sometimes there are songs that are packaged like that especially when there's like a thematic connection the yeah. way there is yeah with, it's not like a mashup that no like yeah just, made popular <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that this has one of the hallmarks and we kind of talked about this already but like the fact that the people in the stands can be involved and it's not complicated at all mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel simplistic you can boom, boom, clap, and everyone knows how to do that. And you can do it without the song. That happens sometimes at, like, baseball games where it just says, like, on the Jumbotron, like, boom, boom, clap. <laughs> yeah. and everyone knows to get uh, on rhythm. Get hype. Yeah. I, I have not seen um, the movie. Oh, boy. Yeah, is there it some is. hilarious, like, biopic is, this scene, origin of this there song? There is a scene. This oh scene is, like, it is, like, <laughs> famous it's, it's in that. One yeah. of the more embarrassing uh, biopics because it's just so on the nose with everything and the performances are really over the top and Rami Malek has like very silly fake teeth to play Freddie Mercury. But yeah, there is a scene where they're like, okay, okay, so what I want everyone to do is, okay, now take your foot and stomp. Now stomp, stomp. Yes, all right. Now, and and, and they're like, they like look like they're apes. They're like, huh, what do we, (laughs) yes, now we do stomp and then we clap. And it's just like, this is... (laughs) And then that's how one of the greatest songs of all time was written. That's how they saved the playhouse because they won the contest for $80,000. We Will Rock You into We Are the Champion. Well, so I guess my pick wasn't We Will Rock You. It was I wrote down We Are the Champions, and then I was going to ask. I actually had written down We Are the Champions. So that's yeah. your number one pick. So I guess that is They're a different. They're two separate songs. Yeah. But did they, they came out both on News of the World. That's the album. No. Yeah, News of the World. Um, yeah, I think it was the name. Yeah, that's on News of the World, and, and then it, it's almost like a double A side when they released the single. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it's hard to beat. Played at the end of. I used to think end of just Mighty Ducks two, but both one and two. Even though they didn't win a championship in the first one, so I don't. I, I you know, I, I haven't seen in. that movie in a long just time. Just chime in, Joe. What, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> They're bringing that back, though, as as we know. Yep, it, it looks disappointing. <laughs> but hey, that's we're not critiquing other people's art here. Um, yeah, art. <laughs> it, the this Mighty Ducks reboot, one of the great examples of modern art. Post movie era art. Yeah, it, let's keep it in context <laughs> if you don't mind. Um, do we want to talk honorable mentions then? Yeah, I mean, I love Guns and Roses. Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. 
that's a good one. That's it. That's like another good like starter. Like the game's gonna start. Yeah. Because like, it's the way it begins. It's and it kind of ramps up. Or they do <laughs> it before when they when the crowd needs to be reminded to get hype. Like for in the last like minute of a game, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that'll take a dead audience and and get them back to where yeah. you need mm-hmm. them. Man, we're all really a bunch of just like <laughs> zombies <laughs> who could be cute, zombie nation. But, yeah, but we're but we're a zombie nation, and we could be awoken <laughs> by a good stadium anthem. One that has sort of like a a famous thing that happens around it now is jump around. They like will play that at. I think it's Wisconsin that did it first, but now it's a lot of places they'll play that, and then like the whole stadium dances and 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 jumps around. Um, yeah. Don't play it in Happy Gilmore. I mean, it is in Happy Gilmore. CJ, what are some honorable mentions for you? I mean, I don't like this song. I mean, when it came out, I loved it. But Seven Nation Army yeah, by the White Stripes That's, is like yeah. maybe one of the biggest of the last decade. Also a big comedy club song. That's oh, so weird. Really? Yeah. I, or maybe I, see I feel like they would always play that CYSK. <laughs> <laughs> A Midwest Comedy Club for sure is using this. Because it's like, because I've definitely been performing (laughs) at places and, you know, didn't sell a lot of tickets. And then like that song would come on and it's like, oh, you're. To eight people. You're really overselling. Yeah. Like it's such a jarring, like feeling to hear that in just a sad empty room where you have to make people that have the opposite political opinion as you laugh <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot of um a lot of like college bands will play yeah it. i am i still okay i think yeah, i broke up a little bit no you're okay but that song i feel like kind of took over for rock and roll part two mm-hmm. like we had to let rock and roll part two go for you know the reasons I uh, illustrated earlier, but the seven nation army is so popular. I think especially with like football clubs in the UK mm-hmm. that they just start to sing it by themselves, like without anybody telling them to do it. They just kind of, cause that's another one where you can just be like, Oh, oh, oh and everybody mm-hmm. just gets on board. Like it, especially in the UK, I think is a huge deal. Yeah. It feels kind of tribal. Like a, like a tribal channel yeah. a little Ooh, bit. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, scary in the sense of... When, All right. When, no, when that many people <laughs> are right, doing that. that's been No, no, I'm no. Just um, <laughs> Megan's been canceled. Did your... Um, no, that's not what I meant. Did did your high school have, like, a, a football hype song? I mean, it usually was just kind of um, a hip-hop song. It was never, like, anything that we pulled from, like, the greatest hits. Um, mm-hmm. I was can't it, remember. Bring them out, bring them out. That That's was like probably a one of them for school. sure. Yeah, ours oh. was "We Ready." Yeah, um, and then people, and then there were um, hoodies. So I did not get one, but people sold hoodies <laughs> with "We We Ready" in very weird font. Yeah, that makes sense. You have a high schooler pick a font. <laughs> yeah, it's like blue. It almost looked like that font, not that like a bear did, you know, but slightly like a less claw mark? animal, slightly less animal, uh-huh. and then blue. <laughs> mm. It doesn't add up. Right, All right, let's do greatest fonts. We have those some were, time. Let's do greatest fonts. Helvetica. Um, yeah. Another honorable mention is, I know we talked about rock and roll part two. Mm-hmm. There's song two by Blur. Mm, that's a great one. And which Woo-hoo! one is that? Oh, Woo-hoo! yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's fun. That's I'll, Actually, all you need is that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
but that that's a and that's an interesting one we talked about like you know todd rundgren has like this whole other career blur has an entire Mm -hmm. you know career that uh, with a lot of great songs but that's in a, especially in America, nobody knows Blur except for the the sports song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw Thunderstruck on a lot of lists. That feels like of a different time, though. You know, like if they played Thunderstruck at the Staples Center right now, I don't know if it would get popped. It feels arena football-y to me. Mm, yeah, okay. uh, I saw the speaking of arena football, I saw the LA Kiss when they were still around. Wow. Which, I, and uh, I regret not seeing that. What was your experience like? It's hysterical. <laughs> they there's a live hard rock cover band on pretty much on the field. Yeah, like they're a little bit on the sidelines, but they play music. But really, more than that, there's the songs they play on the PA system. It, it gets more. That's really more of the songs that are playing. Every time the LA Kiss scores, they play "Rock and Roll All Night" by Kiss I mean, on the PA. And they score a lot in arena football. Like a you lot. Do. They played it 21 times. No. <laughs> I'm not kidding you because they would do it for the touchdown and they would also do it for the extra point. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. And the best was they scored a touchdown. They played it. And then they were like, we have to review it. We've reviewed it. The call stands and they played I it. I love that. That's awesome. Why didn't that stay in business? Who were they playing? They were they were playing other like real named teams or what? No, no, yeah, no they, arena football is that real. <laughs> I mean, not that real named. I'm you know I'm writing a movie about an arena football team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's don't steal that idea, listeners. And it's um <laughs> yeah, they're they're all silly. Like Gene Simmons to is probably your question, the realist. They they weren't playing like the the Milwaukee Van Halens. Bon Jovi owns a team. Um, when we were in Chicago, Mike Ditka owned a team. Like there's no UN ambassadors that own arena football teams. <laughs> it's silly people. Yeah. But the, the, the gall to name the team after your band, only Gene Simmons did that. I love it. Thank you, Gene, and his passion for arena sports. Um, there was one other song I wanted to say before we go. I don't even know if it's a stadium song or just I'm just naming songs in my head, but it goes, Oh, uh, the place to stay. Get, Get your booty, booty on the floor, floor tonight. tonight. Make, Make my, my day. day. I think that's I the like name that's of something. it. Make my day. That might just be like a personal playlist at um Yeah, I don't United think that's Center. a sports song. <laughs> that's a, but that's a jock jam. Yeah. Oh, pump the jam. Pump, pump the jam. it up yeah. a little. Yeah, I would say we didn't actually touch on a lot of the classic uh, literal jock jams like yeah. from the CD. Well, that's like, good. I like, I like to move it, move it. Yeah. Y'all ready for um, this? Oh, y'all, yeah, ready, y'all for ready for this? this is a great one. The Mortal Kombat theme is also a big one. Yeah, that's almost what I just did. Like, they're very, very similar. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I mean, I think this ended up being a great episode. As Ended up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, you know, we had a little bit of debate in the beginning. And that episode that you you pitched to us would have been great, too, uh, that we found in the first half. We just didn't know. I was like, I'm just going to have to pick songs and pretend I like them. Because I don't like, I listened to the Colt song. It was like, this is our house. It was a song I've truly (laughs) never heard. And it's like. I have been accused of being mentally ill about the Colts. There's no way a song slipped past me that's anything. You know, like it yeah. just wasn't real. And there really is nothing with the Colts like that would be played on Indianapolis radio? The only 
song that I can think of. It's Naptown Riders. That's like a song, like who the best riders. And no one else has ever heard that song. And it wasn't sporty in any way. And I thought it was a like a song played elsewhere, like uh-huh. that Steeler <laughs> song. And no one else knows what it is. And they didn't even play that at Pacers or Colts games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we just, we don't really have, you know, baby faces from indie, And that's, that's really all we have. Yeah, way more people than Babyface. I'm talking about like musically. A music. I feel like yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody. And you know a lot, Joe. So yeah, I I would like to think I do. All right, well, Joe, what can we plug for you? You have an awesome music podcast. Yeah, so I I think obviously the reason why I I did a music focused uh, version of your show was because I have a music podcast that is not just about music, but we look at artists through the lens of the weird institution called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And my podcast is called Who Cares About the Rock Hall? And it's a lot of fun. We have people on the show to talk about artists they love. And then if we think they have a shot at getting inducted and if they will, when will that happen? Who would induct them? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And me and you, we, we texted about this. We both were booked on podcasts to talk about the awful Cleveland Cavaliers Rock and Roll Hall of yes. Fame themed jerseys, which yeah, what you a really decision. had to do some research to figure out what they were trying to do. Yeah, when that first because the yeah the Cavaliers have a they did one letter of Cavaliers for eat and it was each corresponded to a different band, but it oh, someone no. like me that would be able to tell. I had to like really dig deep to find out what they were doing and what that what any of these bands were. It was a mess and it looks terrible. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. I'm surprised CJ yeah, doesn't own it. I'm surprised he didn't wear it at our wedding. <laughs> there's not there's no players I really, really love on Oh, that okay. Team. That's all that's holding him back. I wore a Sean Kemp jersey instead that weekend. Anyways, you can find me at CJ Toledano on everything, Megan. And Megan at Megan <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> you can find you me. Right? You can find me at MeganGailey.com and to answer your question, no, I'm not all right. She's not all right. Everyone, please be safe, wear a mask, and yeah, we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. The Greatest is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander, or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
from memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.